We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Riggert. a pleasure to have you along. Let's talk now to Kevin Warner. He is the Assistant AD for Communications at James Madison University. And today, tickets go on sale. Season tickets are on sale right now for the 2023 football season. So we thought, might as well get Kevin on to talk about this after the success that was 2022 for JMU football. Kevin, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks, Dave. Glad to have you. Uh, thanks for having me on today. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to getting these tickets launched. Well, before we get into this, I, let's let's kind of recap last year and the success. Obviously, on the field, we we saw what JMU was able to do, and and that certainly helped with ticket sales being in the FBS. But um, last year was a record year, wasn't it? It was. We set a program record seven thousand seven hundred and eight season tickets. Um, a couple hundred more than we've ever sold previously. And if you think about it, that number really was reached before we knew how the season was going to go, um, which we think is is uh, really a key factor to our optimism this year, why we think sales will be so high, because um, the interest was obviously there in the Sun Belt and FBS football, and now uh, fans saw the success we had, and now we really want to be a part of it. That It is pretty amazing. It, it, the success on the field really didn't translate into tickets because the tickets were sold before that. But that does talk about the fan base. And it's been like this forever, hasn't it? Just with the fan base being excited for, for new opportunities and just, just excited about JMU football. Yeah, and I think that was one of many, many factors why this move made sense. Um, you can only, you know, for all the other reasons why it was right for the program and right for the university, but you can only make this move if you have the support. Uh, the support to fill a stadium, the support to finance your athletic department and programs. And and that's why JMU Nation, our fan base, is such a key part of that. And uh, to your point, they have always been there to support the program, uh, whether it's FCS or FBS. And they showed that in 2022. And uh, we have every reason to believe they're going to be there with us in 2023 and beyond. Yeah, no question. Again, we're talking with Kevin Warner, the assistant AD for communications at James Madison. As again, they launched ticket sales today. Season tickets are on sale right now. And, you know, just kind of run me through this a little bit. I know this is, there, there's a, a four-year rotation. Talk about that. It's a full reseeding and reparking year, isn't it? Correct. It's a reseeding, reparking year. We do that every four years, and that's been the case for quite some time. It allows us an opportunity to kind of recalibrate the the ticket uh, opportunities and it makes sure that the fans uh, are getting the best seat possible that align with uh, their contributions to our department and um, and what they want to get out of their experience at Bridgeforth Stadium. So if you think about it, uh, so we'll do the reseating reparking this year. If someone comes on board next year as a first time donor, uh, first-time season ticket purchaser, they're kind of stuck uh, where their seats are located until you get to that next reseating reparking year, and that might be as someone who came in as a really high donor level. So it allows us a chance to make sure on a regular basis, um, first of all, once you buy a ticket, you're secure that you have that location um, as long as you continue your due club donations uh, and purchasing your tickets for those four years. But then uh, it gives us a chance to kind of recycle it. So mm-hmm. it's beneficial for the ticket purchaser, but it's also beneficial for us to make sure that we're providing the best experience and maximizing our revenues. How does this work? How does the, the reseeding, reparking work? It, 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 fans can do this starting in June, right? Correct. So to be part of that reseeding, reparking process, uh, fans need to make their season ticket purchase and their Duke Club Proud and True donation between now and May 15th. 
And then once we do that, we are able to process who all purchased and the Duke Club priority rankings according to those updated uh, donation amounts. And that gives us the order of selection. And so fans will receive communication from us in June, um, letting them know of their selection dates. They get a window of time that they can go in and look at, according to their donation level and ticket level, where they're eligible to pick seats from. And they can pick the seats that work best for them on our seat selection map. So it's a process that we've been using for quite some time. It works really well and uh, gives the fans a chance to really kind of personalize uh, where their locations are in, in Bridgeport Stadium. I'm guessing you've heard a lot of good things about this. Cause I really like this. Every four years you get a chance. And if if you don't like your, your where your location is, you can change it. You can do different things. Have you had a lot of have you heard some a lot of good feedback with this? Yeah, by and large, across the board, everyone has been extremely supportive of this model. Um, you might get occasionally your your person or family sure. who uh, gets uprooted from seats that they really liked. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, we there's a re- there's a revenue generation part to this. That's it's a reality. We can only operate if we're maximizing that portion of it. And um, I think by and large, most folks understand that and have been really appreciative of this process and the chance to pick seats that really work best for them. Okay, we're talking with Kevin Warner. He is the assistant AD for communications at James Madison as season tickets are on sale today. They just went on sale today for football in 2023, and it's a really attractive home schedule. We'll talk about that here coming up. But all right, what's different in 2023? Again, it's a reseeding, reparking year. But other than that, there, there are quite a few differences this year for you guys with season tickets, aren't there? There are, yeah. So we took our previous levels. I mean, the club is is relatively unchanged. But if you look at our priority seating levels and then our public seating levels, which are mostly the lower and upper deck sides of the west side of the stadium, the home side, we subdivided those. So now if you look at it, what was previously priority is now priority one and priority two. And then if you look at our public areas, uh, we now have subdivided public one, public two, public three. And part of the rationale there, and it's a model that's been adapted by a lot of um, professional stadiums, is the more options that you give your fans, the better chance that you have to provide something that suits everybody. And the reality is when you run an operation like this, ticket prices are going to go up on a rotational basis. Uh, So some prices did go up a little bit, but by doing this, we're able to maintain some sections that did not go up substantially. So this provides different price points. If you want to pay a little more to be closer to the middle or a lower level, you have that option. If you want to be there but don't want to invest quite as much, then there's some other good options available to you. So it it should meet the needs of a much broader uh, cross-section of our fan base. Are these the most options that you've ever had for fans? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's nice. Again, and and <laughs> I saw when this got put out last week and the plan, um, the visiting section is now up top. It's it's on the 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 home side, the press box side. A lot of fans were happy about that, but um, there was some some thought into that putting them there, but also making the the east side um, more JMU fans over there too, right? It is, yeah, and it allows us to expand our student number and mm-hmm. general admission uh, even a little bit more, which was already, um, honestly, a pretty good-sized section. Um, some of that is the the Sun Belt um, 
it aligns with some of our peers, really, what, what's happening in the Sun Belt. We were able to experience that this year. And um, you go to maybe a Georgia Southern where we were put in the upper levels right. and in the corners. And so it, it aligns with what others are doing in this conference. Um, and, and it allows us to put JMU uh, folks in the best sections possible. Is that something that you guys really took to heart too, is kind of looking what other people were doing um, at, at the FBS level and saying, okay, maybe this would work better for us or maybe this won't work. Is that something that you did quite a bit this past year? I think that was a big part of this past season. Yeah. And we don't want to just react and do what everyone else is doing. Um, we want to maximize what makes the most sense for JMU. But uh, the reality is we were able to travel to all these different FBS venues and our conference peers. And that's not just on the ticket side, that's on the game day side as well. The game presentation, the music, the video board usage, the giveaways. Uh, we, we took notes and evaluated a lot this year. And I know that we've heard from fans, we heard feedback the last couple games of the season, folks unhappy with uh, whether it's entry lines or concession lines, alcohol sales. Um, we know there's work to do, and, and we've been working really hard on all those things. And some of that does come from what we've witnessed at some of those other venues that is working. Yeah. Again, we're talking with Kevin Warner, assistant AD for communications. And that's something that you guys are always doing, talking with Chris and Jason and you, and you guys are always trying to find the, find a solution to, to maybe come up with something a little bit better. That's something you're always trying to strive for, isn't it? For sure. Yeah. JMU is never going to be placed that just rests on its laurels and right. this is what it is and come or don't come. Um, <laughs> and a lot of uh, credit goes to a lot of people there. Our whole external operations side, um, and Melissa Lyon and mm -hmm. Jake Longenecker and our fan engagement team in providing the game experience that we have, Ty Phillips and his team in the um, facilities and event operations side, Brad Burgess and the ticket office and uh, Scooter Rankin uh, with the Duke Club, um, all of those folks, and Mike Chapman with Jamie Sports Properties, we all kind of have a hand in it, um, working with our external operations. And uh, we've we've been investing a lot of time here in these last few weeks in the early part of 2023 uh, to, to try to improve some things and, and make sure that Bridgeport Stadium remains what has always been uh, a great place to watch college football. And, and we mentioned it's a pretty attractive slate. Again, the non-conference will open up the season with Bucknell, but they also get a non-conference game in November against UConn, which is an is intriguing opponent um, with Jim Moore as their coach. But then their Sunbelt games are really good at home. App State, Georgia Southern, Old Dominion, those rivals come to town. And South Alabama, who was really good a year ago, they come to town as well. So it, it should be a great slate at home, too. Absolutely. I, this should be a really attractive slate uh, for fans to want to come out and witness some great college football. When you look back, why did we join the Sun Belt? Again, as I mentioned earlier, there's so many reasons. But to have this kind of home schedule at Bridgeforth Stadium, uh, in-state rival Old Dominion, two long-time uh, FCS uh, rivals that we've played quite a bit, App State and Georgia Southern. Uh, UConn used to be in our conference with us. Some people forget that, <laughs> but uh, we, we used to be conference mates back when I was in school. They played here. And, uh, and it's a team people know, obviously. And uh, South Alabama, as you said, won uh, or shared the mm -hmm. first place in the West Division. That's a tough schedule. Uh, <laughs> and we're, we're going to need uh, Bridgeforth Stadium. We're going to need that 12th man to help us navigate that home slate. Um, the only missing piece really is the, uh, the dates. Uh, mm -hmm. when, you know, when is each game going to be in the conference schedule? And 
we should hear that in the first week of March from the Sun Belt. Um, and and I think that'll give even more of a boost once people can see, okay, this is when Jamie is playing this school this day. Yep, no question about that. That should come out again early March is usually when that does come out. Again, we're talking with Kevin Warner, the assistant AD for communications at James Madison. And what are some other deadlines um, that we need to remember? May 15th, that's the priority deadline, right? That's the big one. Okay. Everyone needs to have their proud and true Duke Club donation as well as their season uh, ticket section selection. Um our amount by that day, by May 15th. And then uh, folks will be contacted and they can take part in the reseeding and reparking um, that takes place in June. And, uh, you know, we focused all of this conversation, Dave, on the tickets, but honestly, there's just as much, if not more, interest in the parking that we hear from fans. Mm-hmm. So uh, those parking locations, those tailgate locations uh, are really important to everybody. And uh, that's part of this process, too. Fans have the chance to. Um, purchase parking, we've expanded some of our um, parking options going into a little bit of the East Campus side um, with some more locations available that uh, were previously um, not Duke Club required, and now some of those locations do require Duke Club donations. So fans should review that um, on our information page on jamiesports.com to see some of those changes. And some of the, the, the donation levels in some of the lots have changed a little bit too, so folks should make sure they're familiar with that. Yeah, no, check that out again. JamieSports.com is where you can find that. I'm on the football page right now with a map, and it shows everything right there. But all right, tickets are on sale right now. What's the best way to do it? JamieTickets.com is that the easiest? JamieTickets.com, JamieSports.com, they both get you uh, to the same place. Uh, also, folks can visit JamieDukeClub.com and find out a lot more information about uh, the Duke Club's Proud and True Fund and seat contribution and how all that works uh, to, to be able to get your premium ticket locations. And the phone number, 540-568-3853, if you'd rather do that and talk to somebody and, and maybe have some more questions that way, you can do that. But again, all the information, they've got um, an FAQ page and everything like that about the Duke Club and everything. So again, jmusports.com, jmutickets.com, those are the places that uh, that you can find all that information as tickets are on sale today for the 2023 season. Anything else we need to get out to fans, Kevin? I don't think so, other than... Uh... You know, we're in the heart of basketball season here in January and February. Excited to get uh, more folks out to the Atlantic Union mm-hmm. Bank Center. Got uh, some big men's basketball games, the first games with the students back this Thursday and Saturday. And, uh, you know, the women in first place, the men are kind of really in the thick of a mess if you look yeah, at the Sunbelt no question. men's basketball <laughs> side. So, um, but every reason to believe the men are right in the mix of everything. Um, so, don't wait on tickets for football. Get out there and enjoy some basketball. Yeah, they've got two games. The men have two games at home this week. Then they're on the road for four straight games and then four straight at home to close out the season. So get those tickets. Again, go to jmutickets.com for those as well, as we'll be back inside the AUBC coming up this weekend. Kevin, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. We'll catch up again soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Steve.